This podcast may contain language that is not suitable for all listeners. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and may not reflect the views and opinions of the hosts. Everybody, it is another episode of Without Definite Aim. This is a podcast where we utilize a random topic generator to dictate the direction of our conversation. I am one of your hosts, and my name is Drew. Hello. Who was that? It's funny how that's timeless. It's really timeless. To- yeah. Very, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I'm your other host, and my name is Vincenzo. Vincenza. Vincenza. <laughs> Dude, some classic commercials. You know, I didn't grow up with that commercial either, but I know it because of the internet. Thank you, internet. Love you. Thank you, interwebs. Where would we be without you? Thank you, interwebs. I owe a lot to you. I met my wife on the internet. Uh, it, internet was one of the first places I discovered head tie. Thank you, internet. <laughs> nice. Yeah, uh, we wouldn't have this podcast without the internet, right? It's true. Uh, Internet gave my morbid fascination as a young man uh, an outlet to explore and then wished he hadn't seen the pictures that he saw. (laughs) Dude, everyone everyone went through that phase where they were like searching like really gnarly stuff on the internet. I've I've definitely, I've seen enough stuff that I think you get out of your system. It's a curiosity thing. Yeah, like like as a 15-year-old, 14, 15, you're just like on the internet and you're like, yeah, I saw a beheading today. That was unfortunate. <laughs> so dark. Like, dude, but that's like that's like the shit that, that you were, like, that's the shit that I was looking up and I, I don't know. There was a I web- can't watch that stuff now, but. No, I agree. I, I have no desire to watch it. There was a website, uh, that a friend showed me back in the day and it was people, I think it was one of the easiest ways. This is before YouTube to, to stream or share a video and they had to be pretty short, but they were embedded in flash. And the website was called something, something Dick cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Why Drew takes a drink and all he spits it on his computer. Uh, But it was just, it was just like, it was, it would have a one word name and you would click it and it would go to some gnarly flash video, like something super graphic. Like I remember there was like, I don't know, I can't remember if it was a man or a woman in a bathtub and their ass is like up pointing up to the ceiling. And there's just like a fountain of diarrhea shooting out of their bum. Oh, <laughs> so gross. Oh my God. Stuff you don't need to see. But is it just kind of like, yeah, is it kind of like a Russian roulette type of deal like you don't know exactly what it's going to yeah, be yeah all or the videos were that gnarly. one word a little bit descriptive like was it like the uh, one word was like shit and you're like all right something something shit related something like that yeah like it definitely gave a little bit away but it was still a big mystery as to what you're going to see but there was some of the gnarliest videos ever seen not not so much like death related stuff just disgusting i mean there was gross stuff but Look, for the listeners, all you need to know tonight is a fountain of diarrhea, and we'll leave it at that, okay? <laughs> all you need to picture right now is a man and or a woman in a bathtub, face down, ass up, just spewing diarrhea out of their asshole. 
everybody's like, okay, I'm done with this episode. Yeah, they're like, all right, the four minutes in, we're fucking done. Um, I can almost guarantee you that that person who is spewing diarrhea out of their asshole was also <laughs> firmly grasping on to a handrail in the tub. <laughs> Bentec was established in 1992 and is based in Brisbane. Bentex Australia's only manufacturer of stainless steel tubes. The company then takes the tube in various shapes and manufactures the aforementioned grab rails, hand rails, boat rails. Aye, aye, Captain. And a range of other products for the aged care, disability, and transport markets. You can visit them at www.bentech.com.au. Sorry for the graphic nature of the ad read, Bentec. Um, but thank you. <laughs> thank you. How many times... Uh, I know we've had enough poop talk, and I'm sure I'll hear about this from somebody they know. They're like, oh, you guys were talking about shit again. Uh, <laughs> like, if you haven't figured out that that's basically our podcast by now, like, why are you still listening? I don't know how many, too, but I, it's like when two good friends get together, you just... Ha- it's how you... I don't know. Between Drew and I, we just like to get graphic in some nature, and... It's just part of our relationship, and it's part of what makes it so beautiful. One might argue it's why people keep tuning into the podcast. So <laughs> I hope so. You know, uh, if you come for the diarrhea fountains, then we love you. Thank you. <laughs> keep keep coming because you'll get more poop talk, poopu caca. How many times have you had a bad tummy ache? I won't, we won't go into too many graphic details. We've talked about the D word enough. But how many times have you had a bad tummy ache? And you've had to grab something, whether it's your leg, like just a firm grasp on your leg when you're like, oh, is that yeah, happen? Yeah, usually I'm grabbing Haley, like she's like sitting next oh to me. Oh my God, and just, what like, a droop. Latch onto her leg and just like, oh, you know, because it is, it's that when you get those crampy, like in when your stomach kind of does that in waves thing where like it, it comes and goes a little bit, it's, ter- that's terrible. I also I don't like feeling. it when you have bad enough food poisoning that you go to sit down in the toilet, your body tells you you want to push something out, and there's nothing to push out. That's terrible. It's like it's like dry heaving for your butthole. <laughs> That's 100% <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Reverse dry heaving. <laughs> I guess dry that would shitting. be... Dry oh, shitting, yeah. Man. I guess reverse dry heaving would be sucking in something i guess like <gasps> yeah dry heaving for your butthole dry heaving for your butthole that's 100 oh. percent what it is it's so yeah, terrible, terrible. You, i feel like after i've had bad food poisoning too my abs get a crazy i get amazing core workout after having <laughs> you're like you're like I, I it's it's a it's a new intense training um program i'm on where i just go to the sketchiest sh- sushi places in an, in an attempt to get food poisoning <laughs> the worst food poisoning i had was from sushi yeah I, if- I feel like that's normally where it's at sometimes sometimes sushi will just it's not necessarily food poisoning but you know sometimes you just feel like something drop in your stomach and you're like all right, I got to get to the toilet. Like mm. now, it's like almost like just like something happens and it like f- the switch flips and you're like, okay, I got to go. And sometimes eating sushi that happens really quick. It just like moves right through me. I don't know if it's all the soy or what. But... I'm going to put two words together and just tell me, this is, let's take this a little focus group before we get to the random topic. 
Uh, I'm going to put two words together and you tell me the first thing that comes to mind. Sushi, El Cajon. Um, uh, th- that's just a bad time. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I thought you were going to say food poisoning. <laughs> I didn't want to be too predictable. Uh, but yeah, basically. That's where it happened. And look, I'm sure there's great sushi restaurants in El Cajon. I just happened to... And I don't, I don't, bl- I don't blame there, it on the though? restaurant. I've Is never there? eaten at that restaurant. Well, that restaurant was always busy. And I don't blame it on the restaurant. You know, I could have just... Maybe I got the one piece of fish or whatever it was that was not right. And uh, I don't I don't hold grudges on food. And I don't hold grudges on a restaurant. I might not eat at that restaurant again. But I know, like, some people will... Like they get food poisoning, they know it's from sushi, and they're eating sushi again, or they're not going to go to a specific type of restaurant again. I can't do that because sushi's good, and even if it makes me <laughs> yeah, sick, yeah, I'm going to eat it again. Too much, yeah. So, anyway, I have the random topic. I think Drew is ready. I'm ready. Yeah, go ahead and go ahead and hit it when you are. And this week's random topic is. Scary animals. Scary animals. Okay. 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 What's the first scary animal that comes to mind? I I think that I have a really hard time with big insects. And I know, you know, you being Australian, you're like, meh, fucking it's just an insect. <laughs> you know, like, I know I'm going to get some, like, you know, shit for that. But, like. Dude, I just have no desire to interact with a big insect, you know? Mate! Mate. Um, well, let, let's... I Is an insect technically an animal, though? I'm not being, yeah. like, pedantic, but is it? Yeah. Are insects animals? Yeah. They are? Mm-hmm. They consider part of the... Okay, I didn't know that. I didn't know if, like, a, that was, like, a hard yes to an animal, like... It's basically, like, if if... if you know, there's plants and then there's animals, so. And they're part of the animal kingdom, huh? Yeah, they are. Okay, so big insects. Drew is like, fuck big insects. Scary animals. Uh, I mean, let's put shark up there. I know. Yeah, we've, yeah. I know we've talked about that a lot, but sharks are definitely up there for me. I mean, anything giant. I, here's the thing, right? I don't think a shark is scary when I see it at the aquarium, but when I'm in its back, its home, that's scary. Same as like, like, I mean, I think it's due to like, uh, nab- their habitats, natural habitats being destroyed. Like, it seems like there's been an increasing number of mountain lion attacks in America. And that's, I don't, I never like, if I go for a hike, I'm not worried about that. But when I think about it, like, well, what if that's me? What if I'm on a trail? And because I'm usually, I'm always by myself. Uh, not that I go on any like extremely remote trails, but what if I do get a mountain lion attack? Like, that's pretty gnarly. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, the, any. I mean, obviously, anything anything with the capacity to kill you is pretty terrifying, you know. Um. But yeah, mountain lions are prevalent enough in Southern California where like, you know, the, the, I get I get alerts from Cal State San Marcos all the time where they'll they'll be like, yep, mountain lion sighting on campus. On so like campus? 
Yeah, bro, because there's a there's the double the um double peak. What is it called? Yeah, double peak or something something like that well, two peaks or something like that right behind cal state san marcos and in, in san marcos that's all part of like elfin forest right twin twin peaks twin peaks yeah twin, the tv twin show peaks. from the like late 80s early 90s dude i don't know i don't even fucking know but there's like this big kind of mountain and you're right it's like it's that kind of undeveloped area in between san marcos and, and san alejo and elfin forest so yeah i get alerts probably once or twice a semester where they'll be like, yeah, mountain lion sighting on campus. And could you imagine just like walking to your car one night and just getting mauled to shit? I mean, we say it in the circumstance when we're not when we're not in that situation. But for me, like, I always hike with a pocket knife. I mean, granted, my pocket knife is not very big. I don't know how I act in the moment because adrenaline changes everything, right? And there are people that can kind of get in a mindset in those situations and think relatively straightly and other people that just panic because in my mind like i would think to put up a fight or i'd think to do something but i just don't know until i'm in that situation aren't you supposed to act big with mountain lions that loud noises i feel like i think you're supposed to just be big and yell at it and not run away because running away triggers that like chase mechanism in their in their animal brains that kind of instinct um so you run i think you're supposed to i don't know about that i don't know if i would just engage with a mountain lion just like oh there's a mountain lion got a sprint right to it you know Um, if i felt that you are supposed to like act big if i felt threatened i would i feel like i would be if i was like on a hiking trail there was i would just be throwing rocks like a cannon that's what I would be doing personally. And I think, honestly, like with a mountain lion, like a knife would, if you can wield it, it would do enough damage, right? Yeah. You, um, there was a, I mean, there's been a bunch of attacks, but did you hear about the, there was a guy running on a trail, got attacked, choked that shit to death. Yeah, I heard about that. That was like a couple years ago, right? Or like yeah. kind of recently. That's like a new level of fucking just beast mode right there <laughs> i know it's a new level like, of beast mode dude like yeah the the mountain lion tried to attack me and i killed it i know he I got like some... don't come towards me yeah i mean it must have, i mean i don't know i don't know if he mounted it or it mounted him and i don't know how sexy <laughs> it was but uh <laughs> i don't know how sexy the mountain mountain lion attack was but <laughs> you know um is this where is this where the joke comes in? Where I mean, it is a big pussy, so <laughs> <laughs> so terrible, dude. I would get all over that cougar in a second. <laughs> um, I feel a little bit ashamed for that comment, but I'm also <laughs> proud of it too. So I don't. I'm very confused right now. Uh, dude, I don't know if I could. Oh man, again, it's like in the moment you don't know how you would act, but I don't know if I could kill like. I don't know. I guess if it's like kill or be killed, I mean, but I don't. I don't know. Don't I? I would feel like I need to try to let it go. <laughs> yeah, it's like when they say in a shark attack, poke it in the eye. I don't know if something's <laughs> fucking biting my leg off of my hand or whatever it's biting my. You're hip. like two the two pronged like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, where is this fucker's eye? 
<laughs> do you know what i mean i like, think you're supposed to um you're also supposed to like punch their gills too right they're like oh why would you do that my gills are so sensitive like why would <laughs> they, you they do like, that they like start choking they're like stop <sighs> but okay. also like you're punching underwater so how much like force can you get onto gills they're like ooh, that tickles <laughs> It kind of turns it on and starts to try and mount you in the ward. It turns from attack to shock rape. I think, I think, yeah, I think like any t- sort of like water attack, you're just like out. There's that that has a low rate of survivability, right? Even if like a seal decided to just be like, "Yep, I feel like killing a human today," I think, I think I'd die by a seal. Yeah, I mean, but. Some of the there are like some really big species of seal, and those things have got like fucking chompers on them. Yeah, dude. And you're just in water, right? So it's like you're try- you have to swim. You don't we don't swim well, obviously. It's true. We don't compared. We're big so, idiots. Yeah. Even Olympic swimmers up against a shark, you fucked, mate. Yeah, Michael Phelps is going down quick. Well, we all know that because he's also smokes too much weed. <laughs> yeah. He's like out in the ocean. He's like, "Oh, hey shark, you my friend. <laughs> ah, my shoulder." <laughs> Did you ever watch the documentary Grizzly Man? No, I didn't. Um, it was about a guy who was up in Canada or Alaska somewhere. I don't know where he was, and he was basically like a Steve Irwin that thought that he had this connection to the bears that other people didn't because he got like crazy close to them like way too close would camp near them uh like touch them i i think he got close to them anyway and he would document all of it with a video camera or recorder or something and let me guess he got mauled by a bear he got eaten yeah they think it was by a mother i think who had cubs and dude like at a certain point do i don't can you feel bad for that person it's oh like, not at all not yeah at all. no you had it fucking coming it's kind of like when you hear about like the free climbers that die like the people who like free climb fucking you know yosemite like el cap with no ropes and stuff yeah it's like you have to be so perfect that whole climb L- literally you can't make a mistake or else you die like at a certain point you know, it kind of, you know, it's tragic, but like, well, what what was the guy from Free Solo? Was it Alex someone? Yeah, Alex Honnold. Honnold. I mean, you, you see the documentary in that dude. That dude is obviously on, I think he's on some kind of spectrum. Like, the, yeah, they kind of allude to that a little bit in the documentary. Yeah, too. I mean, like his mindset, like that, like the, his breakdown of thinking through every hole and memorizing it. I mean... I couldn't even comprehend that. In this day and age, with how much music I listen to, it's hard enough to remember the lyrics to a fucking song, let alone yeah, right. how many colds you have to get up. Uh, what did he go up? El Capitan? Yeah. I mean, you like you said, that's like, that's just like another level. Yeah. And, and also like, to Beast a certain mode. point, dude, to a certain point, like when you see, when you hear about those people falling, like, like. That guy, I mean, if he doesn't die early, like, fuck, good on him, you know? Greatest free climber of all time. But, like, you just kind of, like, I wouldn't be that surprised if tomorrow you read a story where, like, yeah, he fell off of a mountain. (laughs) 
But, but by the way, speaking of Yosemite, I saw I saw a bear. Like we got probably within like I would say fifty to a hundred feet of a. I think it was a brown bear because it was relatively small. Uh, but it also crossed our minds that it was a it was a young grizzly bear. So we gave it a real wide berth. And we kind of just like walked up on it and it was like wrestling around in, in, in this like fallen tree. Like, I don't know if he was trying to get some grubs or what not. But black bears are the smaller ones. Though. Are there black bears up there? Uh, I don't know if there's black bears. It, it definitely wasn't black, but brown bears are smaller too. Brown bear, grizzly oh. bears are the big honkers. But brown bears the are big honkers. Than, yeah, dude, they're big honkers. But the chunky boys. Yeah. Chunky bear. Chunky bear. You know what th- is crazy scary on, on the topic of bears? Polar bears. Yeah, because they can swim too. Like, talk well, about a aquatic animal. They can swim. And I... I mean, what, I gotta look this up too. The, the, I remember I saw a documentary where someone was in this, like, plexiglass secure container and they put them out on like some frozen tundra and this polar bear was just trying to get in there to eat the journalist or this person that was shooting this documentary and it was creepy that's all the thing was trying to, it was just trying to crack this friggin plexiglass shielded ball that this like documentary was in i was just like dude that thing gets cracked like a nut you are the juicy center Yeah, I mean, any. I guess anytime you're in the wild, man. Like, what 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 is the what do you think? What do you think the smallest? Like, what's the smallest animal that you're afraid of? The small. I mean, I guess. Would it be like a spider? Like a like a. I wouldn't even say I'm that afraid of spiders, to be honest. They. I mean, they're creepy. I don't want to handle them, especially like a tarantula. That would be a little like. Mm, sketchy um the smallest animal i am scared of um yeah i mean any poisonous spider if it's on me i mean we have these spiders in australia called white tails or white tip spiders white tip spiders yeah i'm going to look it up right now no, they don't look that gnarly, but they have the uh, venom that is known to... I don't, I don't even know if it's like fact from fiction, to be honest, but growing up, the word on the street was is that they have that venom that breaks down flesh. I think it's necrotic venom or something. Yeah. Uh, and they're like semi-aggressive. Damn, dude, look at that. Yeah, see? That's gnarly. Yes. Ew. And, and those fuckers are always in your house. Not like always, but you see them like summer. But would you say like as common as like a black widow spider? Because you see those every once in a while in your house. Oh, you dude, say? I see black widows all the fucking time. I know we've had a lot of black widows at this house mm. or brown widows. We get a lot of. Um, I heard brown widows are, are they're more poisonous than black, right? Aren't those scarier? I have no idea, to be honest, how, like, what's worse than the other. I don't, but I, I don't really, they're not, Black Widows aren't scary for me because from someone who's played with a lot of spiders, they're very, no, they're clumsy and they rely on a web because you, I don't know if you've pulled a Black Widow out of its web, they struggle. 
there's two groups of spiders. There's modern and primitive. Primitive is like tarantulas, things that are more ground-dwelling spiders that look a little bit more menacing. The modern spiders are the ones that are web-reliant. So anything that relies on having a web, Black Widow, um, you know, things that make, you know, get the big old weavers in summer. Those are more modern spiders. Um, all the ground-dwelling ones are closer related to all the primitive spiders, like the prehistoric spiders, that, that when there were tarantulas that were like the size of like a dog. <sighs> the hawk, <laughs> like the hawk. Is there like the hawk-eating spider, a tarantula or something like that? Or there's, like a bird-eating? There's bird-eating spiders, yeah. They get pretty big. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Whitetails, though, those are one of those ones where like you definitely find them in your house and they're fast as shit. They look scary. They look like the scary fast fuckers. And they're not huge. I mean, you know, the biggest one I probably saw was maybe, I don't know, maybe a little under an inch. Yeah. But they're kind of long and skinny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they are. They, that's what, the, I mean, that's what the pictures say. But the the legs kind of are pretty like spidery too, you know? But yeah, those are one of those ones. So when I lived, uh, one of the first times I moved out of house, I lived with this German guy I met on a summer camp actually in America. And one night I was at my computer and I felt something on my leg and it was a fucking white tail, dude. Did you freak the fuck out? I mean, I, I like flicked it off as quickly as I could and then got like a flip flop or something and slapped it. But yeah, yeah, those are ones that you kill right away, right? Oh, 100%. Just like a black widow or anything like that. Like yeah. if it's anything I know is crazy dangerous, it gets... It goes straight to hell. <laughs> I'm looking up. Uh, so here we go. I, I wanted to look up the size of a, a polar because that's something that's pretty menacing to me. So a female can range in height. An adult female can range in height on her hind legs from 5.9 feet to 7.9 feet. The males are tiny. I thought the males were a lot bigger. I didn't realize the males were so little. They're just little boys, the males, which I know is common in a lot of species. I didn't realize like how much more the males are in polar bears. It's the it's the mamas that are big ladies. And these things like at 7.9 feet, that ta- grizzly bears are huge. But these things tower over a grizzly bear. Grizzly bear can be, I guess, yeah, on a hind legs shit. can be like 7 to 8 feet. But a polar bear can be up to 9 or 7.9. What's it bigger than that? I don't know. Anyway, they're big boys. Yeah, and then they're they're kind of menacing too because like you see all the pictures when they kill something, they just turn red. Oh, yeah, they're just covered in... Their white fur is covered in blood. Yeah, other than that... Um... What's another? I'm trying to think. Do you remember when, like, the uh, the war in um, Afghanistan was at its peak? We started seeing pictures of those camel spiders. No, camel spider is like part of the arachnid family, but they're not a spider. They don't have venom. They're just—it's kind of like somewhere between like. It's just the ultimate creepy crawly. Like you should definitely look up. Have a look up. I want to see your reaction to camel spider. I feel like you're telling me camel spider and it's going to be like some really graphic camel toe. (laughs) 
<laughs> I would love that. That was. I wish. It, I wish it's that. That was Campbell. And Campbell Spider is when a woman gets like the most like aggressive version of a camel toe that you can get. It's called a camel spider. Can we change the wording for that too, bro? Those are huge. Yeah, and you see the one with the the, the soldiers. The two of them grabbing them. Some yeah, of them th- get that's smaller. That's two spiders, right? Or yes, it's one biting another one. Oh my god! But camel spiders. There, there are versions of camel spiders in uh, all over the world too. Obviously, in desert regions, uh, you can find them in America, but. I've heard some of the ones over in um, some parts of the Middle East get pretty gnarly and big. They don't have venom. They kind of look spidery, but it's like somewhere between like a spider and something else. They're kind of weird looking, but they've just got those big chompers. Ugh. <laughs> Giving Drew nightmares. Yeah. Setting, uh... The Goliath bird-eating spider. Yeah. That's known as the biggest spider in the world. It can cover a dinner plate. Sheesh. You've seen, I mean, you've grown up, you grew up in California. Have you see, you've uh, seen tarantulas. Not wild ones, no. Really? Yeah, no. I haven't seen any in or around San Diego, but we've been camping in the desert. I feel like we went one year and I looked it up and we were there in September because you still get nice warm weather, a little bit colder at night. September, October, but we went there and I looked up because we saw a lot of, like I saw three or four tarantulas in a day uh, or at night and we looked it up and it was like mating season. Oh, they were just trying to get their their <laughs> their socks off, huh? I ran over one. We were driving into camp and I ran, ran over one. Did you feel it? No, I don't think I felt it in the car, but I heard the crunch. Ugh. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, spider guts. What else is like yeah. immediately threatening to you that's like local? Like, are you worried about rattlesnakes at all? Not really. No, I mean, we, we, when we lived out in Bonzel, we had a couple snakes get into the house, but it was always like garden snakes. It wasn't really snakes in I, the house. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't know how they got in, but it happened twice. Um, and you just kind of usher them outside. They're not that bad, to be honest. Like, they don't... What One thing, like, rats really creep me out. I'm not scared of them, but they're just creepy and they're common, you know? If you ever see a rat... Yeah, we get them like, on our... running around. Ugh. We They go between houses in our neighborhood on the back fence. Yeah, so you see them, like, scurrying across the fence. Oh, yeah, like, we've seen them all oh, the time. Oh, I want to kill that thing. Yeah. That, yeah. like, I know some of our neighbors have had them in their roof. Yeah. The other the other local thing that, that creeps me out sometimes, and it's not necessarily that they're a threat, because they're not, but coyotes, when when they get a kill, they it, it sounds like there's 20 coyotes, like, yipping. And that's kind of a menacing sound. To yeah, think it's, not, it's if, not crazy scary, but it's definitely, like, I think because it is in, like, unison... There is mm-hmm. something kind of creepy about the fact that, you know, they're celebrating that they just killed something and it's probably yeah. someone's dog or cat. Cat, yeah. And the other thing, too, is that, like, if all 20 of those animals decided to attack you, like, you're you're probably done, right? 
We I've we get coyotes in the front yard. Yeah, I've had I've had I've had a coyote run not within maybe 15 feet of me like down the street and I was just outside. This was back when I was smoking cigarettes, so it was like late at night. I was just like, you know, blowing a heater late at night and <laughs> this 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 coyote just like is sprinting down the hill like you heard the clacks of the nails on the on the asphalt and then it didn't realize i was there until it was like pretty close to me and then it saw me and it kept running but kept its eyes on me and i was just like you know like so like like just kind of froze and coyotes are kind of weird dude they they can get like tall they're almost like kind of like hyena-like where they get tall but they're kind of mangy and skinny um but that yeah, yeah they look weird. like they look like kind of medium-sized dog you know maybe like 20 to 30 pounds if i had to guess like like you said they're pretty skinny and some of them can be a little bit taller but i always worried about that because i never really worried about angus but like you said they're a pack animal so you see one or two, not so menacing, but if you see like, you know, a grip of them, like, I wonder, I wonder how they are. I mean, I wonder if there's been any like big, I'm sure kids have been attacked by coyotes. I think they're real. They're really skittish. Like they're, they're, they're not very aggressive. So I, I think it doesn't happen very often and they're not really, they're like nocturnal. Right. So, um, they're not. Yeah, they are not. Yeah, they only come out at night. I have seen them in the day, but yeah, it's. I know it's rare. But um, we, our ring camera has picked them up. Um, to where they come like right up to the front door. Like, well, yeah, they were like out. not on the path, but on the lawn. Yeah. Because uh, there was a cat or something, and then not long after, this coyote was on the thing, and I was like, oh, I don't know if that cat was safe or not. That's kind of why, like, if I ever got a cat, it wouldn't. No, it probably wouldn't be like a full-on outdoor cat. Well, cause... let's be honest too. It's irresponsible to leave a cat outdoor because cats kill a lot of like native animals and stuff. So for me, like I just think it's... Birds and shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like coyotes are pretty prominent in our area. And if you leave a cat outside, like, you know, we I remember growing up, um, it was it was pretty... <laughs> was talk about gory. Uh, our neighbor two doors up... Uh, found one half of their cat in their yard. God, oh, that's rough, dude. Like, ugh, ooh. I just got, I got the chilly willies uh, thinking about it. But yeah, they, that was that was kind of gnarly. And then for a while, we had a kind of like a neighbor cat, but it was kind of it was a wild cat, I guess. Or they just like found it off the street, and this was a big motherfucking cat. He was like a small dog size. And he would, he would, he kind of like, like I said, he was kind of wild, kind of not. So like he would be out for a couple days and be like, oh, I haven't seen Nemo in a while. His name was Nemo. He was orange. And then you would, he would come strolling down the street and just have like a big old gash on the side of his head and just like strutting around, like half his ears missing, like got into some gnarly fights. I don't know if they were with coyotes or with like raccoons or anything like that, but that cat was a... That cat was a baller, dude. Probably died. It probably got in a fight. It couldn't win at one point, but that cat was a gangster cat for sure. And we find out that Nemo was the champion fighter of the uh, UFC <laughs> of yeah, local cats yeah. Fight. Nemo held the yeah. Nemo held the cat, the heavyweight cat belt for um, 
for a while there. Uh, for like a period of about a month, at least two or three times, we found parts of dead animals in our backyard. I think two of them might have... What one of them was like, like maybe like half a rat or something, and maybe the other one was like because there's a lot of little rabbits around the neighborhood. Yeah, and I don't know what killed them. To be honest, if I had to guess, I'm thinking it was a possum, because I don't think a coyote could get into our backyard. Uh, I don't think possums are that aggressive, though. Well, I wouldn't be put a possum in their carnivores. I wouldn't put them past them to eat it. Freaking, I mean, omnivores probably, but I wouldn't put them past them to eat it rabbit if it caught a rabbit you know but yeah twice we had like part of a rabbit and then maybe it was a rat or something that was dead in our backyard that something had like eaten half of it i don't know what it was to be honest but it was dead it's always it's always terrible having to clean that up i've cleaned up a fair share of dead animals because my dog was a, a murder murderer in her younger years we we know about your dog and its murder stories. Yeah. Yeah, she got a rabbit. She got a crow. That one was really impressive. Got multiple possums. Yeah, she's in the double digits for sure. Kill count. <laughs> I like how you say that with like, you're kind of like semi-proud. You're like, yeah. I'm a little bit proud. I'm a little bit proud of her. I've had to scoop up these damn animals and put them in trash bags. It's not fun, but... Uh, I think know, you told the story in the podcast when she like killed a possum with babies or something. I was like, oh, that w- that one was gnarly because my parents weren't home, so we were like kind of house sitting, and I I walk out onto the front 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 or it was the back patio, and I was like, there's 14 possums, like dead possums out here. There's like a bunch of rat babies. Looks like they crawled away. I was like, oh, that one was gnarly. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> Yeah, dude, a big hey, a big dog can be scary too. Like if if that you know, like a big old pit bull. She'll be right. <laughs> That's my dog, dude. She she will be right, man. What's your dog's name again? Shout out to Kiki. What up, Kiki? Kiki. She's getting old, dude. She's like eleven or twelve now. Eleven. Yeah, Kiki hasn't got the. She's in the double digits. She doesn't have. She doesn't keep that. Uh, she hasn't kill killed something in. Regular. Yeah, she hasn't killed something in a, in a good while. At least one that that we know of. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, she's got the other, unknown uh, kill count. Okay. Who knows? I mean, you know, you never know. But any other uh, any other quick animals you want to shout out for being scary? Look, anything big in the right situation. You know, I've even heard like. Moose are fucking giant and terrifying if they get pissed off. So, you know, yeah, they're it, they're pretty aggressive. And those things, I didn't really, like. Moose are like the size bigger than horse. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. I mean, I, I I I don't know that I've ever seen one in the wild. It must be like insane to see one. And they probably yeah, taste they're, good they're too. They're pretty. <laughs> oh yeah, you think so? Yeah, try you some could, You could make a good burger, a moose burger. Moose burger. I'm like sure moose... Canada has some moose burgers. I feel like moose burgers got to have some like it's probably rich meat. Probably needs something like some weird cheese to to like pair up. Balance to the, it out. Yeah. yeah, balance it out. It's probably pr- pretty similar to like a bison burger, right? Like bison meat. Bison's pretty subtle though. I've had bison a few times, and it just tastes like beef to me. 
Like not super gamey? No, Bison's not gamey at all. At least the times I've had it, but who knows? They're probably just serving, you know, they had on the menu as a Bison burger, which is like fucking Walmart ground yeah, beef they or did, something. Yeah. yeah, they mark it up to like $18 because it's a Bison burger and they're, you're getting fucking just regular beef. You know where I've had Bison consistently was uh, Miner's Diner in Julian. It's the diner... Well, you've been to Julian, though. Yes. When you go, Can't first say go that into, I've been to Miner's Diner. When you go into Julian, like, off the 78, like, coming into the main street, it's the it's the old-time diner place right on the corner. Mm. Like, right as you hit the main street or whatever, it's, like, yeah, on the corner? Yeah, like, there. it's on the opposite side. Yeah. So, you, on like, when you come in on the side that you pull in on, I think it's, like, a town hall or something, or a real estate agent or something. And on the opposite corner of the street... Uh, on the right side, there's a miner's diner. It's like an old school diner. It's been there since the 1800s. Maybe I have. Maybe I've had breakfast there. They do good shakes. They do them like super old school style. They got like the old school. I, maybe I have eaten there before. And they've got a soda fountain too, so you can get all these crazy flavors of soda that they mix then That's and fun. there. Um, but they have a bison burger on the menu. That's I think one of the only places I've ever actually had bison. And I've ordered it consistently there, and it's good. Yeah, bison. Bison burgers. But I can tell Drew's ready for how much. Yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, it's time for how much with your host, Vinny. He's making a a terrible face right now. (laughs) I'm a little bit offended. I didn't think I could make a face that you thought was terrible, but okay. Uh... (laughs) But okay, just all offended. Uh, I'm going to go in on a how much kind of related to spooky animals. How much to catch enough spiders to total a hundred in a day? You got to go out of your way to do this. Like that's a lot of work. I don't think I know it's a lot of work. Yeah. But we could be daddy long legs. You know, you could go into the house. You could find some daddy long legs. You know, I reckon at any given time, there's probably like 10 daddy long legs in our house. if If I went digging. Yeah. You'd have to look, though. I mean, that's a lot. I mean, I feel like you'd have to go to, like, a park or something, lift up some... <laughs> Drew's looking at his, his... I'm looking in the corners of the of the ceiling. There's no... There's no immediate daddy long legs for, for capturing. Um, that sounds just like a lot of work, man. Um, I think I would need, like... It's very doable, though. No, it is. It is. I just... It just doesn't seem like... It's, it seems... Like, it would be hard work, and you got to go to multiple locations, you know. Um, Dude, you I think I a, would... On a hike, you feel like you could do it easy. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I would start in my house, or around my house, because I could find spiders. enough. It doesn't matter how small or big they are. You've got yeah, to no, catch enough to total 100. I would like $500 to do that. Five hundred, huh? Yeah, I just have no. I just I know that's going to be a day's work, and oh, I yeah. just don't want to do that. You know, I agree. Like, I think it's a solid day of spider catching, spider hunting, spider hunting. <laughs> when it's uh, safe for us to be together, can we can we do an episode that's just a day of us catching a hundred spiders? <laughs> just on the spider hunt. If anybody wants to sponsor that, how much? 
um, and pay me $500 to do that. I'd be more than willing to go on a Let's, spider hunt with Vinny. And we'll document it. We'll make an episode out of it. Uh, we'll just go spider hunting. Yeah, you'll get some good video content of me squealing when I overturn a rock and there's a big spider. You probably hear Juicy. Daddy, there's a big spider. Come and help me. Daddy, uh, you have a long leg. Yeah, I don't need $500 to do it, but I do agree it's a I, lot of work. Dude, I recognize that that doesn't make any sense. I just don't have any No, no, I know, I know. But that's how much how much works. If you need 500 bucks to do it, that's how much you need. I would do it. I agree. It's a lot of work. That's a solid day that I've wasted catching spiders. I'm not a young man anymore. Wasting a day, I can tell you right now, my wife would be quite unhappy to know that I spent a day catching spiders. Uh, I would do it for 250 Okay, 250 250 big ones. You know, I could definitely do it for less if it was about being super competitive. But like you said, that's a solid day. That's a lot of fucking spiders. And then like, what do I do? Am I putting like five in every container? Like, what am I doing? Am I, am I, and then then we're going to document having spider fights, spiderfights.com. That's our new website. Yeah. So, so that's the Haley always calls me like a serial killer because I kind of enjoy watching nature kind of take it, take take its course right like it's just, it's just intriguing to me it's not a serial killer that's the human instinct that's being a serial killer <laughs> <laughs> like i kind of like I, like i always tell the story and i may have told this before but we were in like a we were in a petco or something like that or pet smart right and you know i was just like she was doing something and i was like i went over to look at the fishies and there was this big tank of like goldfish or some like very generic, I think it was goldfish. They were big goldfish, whatever, but there were probably a hundred goldfish in the tank. Right. And it, it was like a school of goldfish. And I was just so interested because there were a couple goldfish that got left behind. They got too stressed out. They were dying and the other goldfish were eating them. And I, I wanted to watch. Like, I wanted to sit there and watch because I was like, oh, my God, that's cannibalism happening in front of my face. And, you know, what the fuck, man? You know? You know, cannibalism is so common in the animal kingdom, though. I know. That's what I told. That's what I told her. Like, if we have a baby and it's not going to survive, like, I'm eating it. Like, it's not. It's nature. <laughs> that's what she's like i'm just like, kidding everybody i feel like i need to have a disclaimer on that and that's when she was like we're not getting married anymore goodbye yeah she threw the ring at me she's like i can't deal with your cannibalistic tendencies i said fine i'll just resort to watching it in the wild no i don't think that's being a serial killer i think that's just things that don't happen that i know you don't I know you don't think so because you also slightly enjoy watching cannibalism. I don't know that I slightly enjoy it, but it's interesting. <laughs> it's intriguing, right? Like yeah. I, I'm not like I'm not like you know I don't have a boner watching cannibalism happening, <laughs> but like, I'm like, oh, yeah. oh my god, that's gnarly. I just see you at the, you were at PetSmart. You're like, oh yeah, fucking eat it. Mm. Yeah, oh. yeah I'm, I'm banned from I'm banned from all PetSmarts because they caught me <laughs> wanking at cannibals. A life banned <laughs> for getting too into watching goldfish eat each other. Like, sir, sir, what are you I doing? I've been banned sir, from Petco though yet. So sir, are you? That's good. Are you masturbating, sir? What is wrong with you, sir? Uh, 
yeah. okay, so five hundred from Drew, two fifty from me. Who wants to who wants to give us uh you know what though? If someone's willing to pay Drew five hundred dollars to catch spiders, <laughs> I'm just gonna be on the ride we'll with just, him. Dude, we could just yeah, yeah, exactly. You'll you'll document it. I'll document it. I'll make Drew will Drew can take me out for a fancy dinner or something with his uh, earnings. Uh, maybe buy some fancy beers or something. I'll treat you to In-N-Out. Okay. It's the fanciest dinner I can think of. We'll have a slumber party and watch something gross, like goldfish eating yeah, a goldfish. Yeah, as long, as long as we can cuddle, I'll pay for your dinner. <laughs> okay. In-N-Out. God. In-N-Out. something a little bit better than that. In-N-Out okay. and cuddles. That's my ideal. It's my perfect night with Vinny. <laughs> Oh man. Alright, that was how much with your host, the one, the only, Vincenzo. Me. Yeah, G'day, fuck mate. spiders, man. Just fuck them. Good eye, mate. Shout out to the Aussie Button God, always keeping it real. <laughs> um <laughs> Be sure to check us out on Instagram at without definite aim podcast. You can find our podcasts anywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, you name it. We're there. Throw us a subscription, like it, rate it, review it. All of the good all of the good stuff. We appreciate that. We do. And as always, we will see you with our best foot forward and our funniest spirit out there next week. <laughs> Adios, everybody. Bye.